What's up? What up? Hey. Hey. It's the first day of Podmas. Woo! Okay, I was thinking, um, we I want to try and edit, like, a new intro for Podmas that is, like, Christmassy. Ah! Okay. Like, you know how the YouTube vloggers do it? On, yes. Like, for their, yep. Yeah. We're doing that. Maybe, like, a version of our intro mixed with, like... A Christmas instrumental yep. on top of it or something. I don't I'm know. I'm all for it. Yep. Yeah. And I might try. And this is like a behind the scenes because technically Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I might try and edit a little turkey gobble over the Thanksgiving intro. Well, I, I like was just thinking about that. I need to show you the graphic for the Thanksgiving one that I okay. made. Okay. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Um, okay. Well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Yeah. I'm Sydney. I'm Emily. And we are your hosts of Wanna Match Podcast. It's a podcast where we come together each week, we match, and then we try to explain topics that we previously researched. There it is. Um, let's start out this episode by shouting out our social media. It is at Wanna Match Pod. Fun things happening there on all social platforms. Mm-hmm. And check out Amity Blog for our show notes. Mm-hmm. And send us an email at wannamatchpod at gmail.com. Gmail, yep. Have we gotten any emails? I don't know. I haven't checked the email okay. in a while. <laughs> There's like 150,000 emails. It's like, please do this. They're like, please, your research is so wrong. Like, you cannot keep spreading yeah. false information. No, our research yeah. is good. Anyway. <laughs> Editing that out. Ah! Uh, anyway, um, another piece of behind-the-scenes details is that we are recording two ups in one day. So, And we all know how those usually go. Yeah, it usually doesn't work out. But, but we're going to do it But goddamn, we're going to fucking do it. Yeah, so we literally just recorded the last intro. So we don't have a lot to talk about. So should we just get into Rosen, bud? Yes, we should. Okay, we should and I'm going first this week. So my rose, I'm going to keep this kind of vague again. I'm so sorry for privacy reasons, but there's just been like some things that have happened in my personal community this week that would be um, obviously like a thorn, like a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to like downplay that bad situation, But I think that in order to move on from horrible situations, you need to find, like, some good in them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm taking my rose this week as, like, my whole family being, like, healthy and alive. And just, like, I think I just want to say, like, hug the people close to you a little tighter this week. You know? That's what this week did for me. I really, like, put things in perspective, especially, like, around the holiday season. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I want to say. And, like, maybe later when we... I can talk about it more, but I just don't. Yeah. Right now, I don't think it's, like, the right thing to do. Yeah. So, if you know me personally, you, like, know exactly what's going on. Yeah. But. Hug the people that you love. Tell them you love them because you never know when you're not going to be able to. Yeah. All, my whole family's alive and healthy and thriving. So, yes. and that's my rose this week. I like that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, My rose is... um, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Emily literally texted me like I an know. hour ago and was like, make sure you know your rose in bud for both episodes this I week. I know, and I can't think of, I, I'm trying to think of, like, not as um, materialistic roses. Oh, okay, okay. Um, My rose this week, is, or today, is that... Um, okay, say your bud, and then I'll think of my rose and my bud, too. Okay, well, I had some issues coming up with another bud. (laughs) Okay, let's just take a second. Okay, we're back. So sometimes, Sydney just reminded me, sometimes, um, these exercises take a little minute, and that's the point, is that it's sometimes hard to find, like, the little, like, silver lining in your day, but finding them or like being like wow that's something that i wouldn't have noticed is actually good right that's like the whole point is to like oh fucking i'm so sorry everyone um that's like the whole point is to like even when you don't have these things like right up in your face like you can always find something to look forward to you can always find a good part of your day you know yeah yeah so even if it's just like i got out of bed that's still something good um, my rose that took me a while is I'm gonna say, um, I now am a beanie person. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I'm like jealous. I'm like, keep staring at your car heart beanie. Yeah. I have a fucking bone to pick. I'm gonna fucking say this on this podcast okay. right now. I'm gonna need to get on my soapbox. That's fine. All of you straight women. 
are taking away the beanies from all of the lesbians. I was in the market for new beanies this year. I like have had beanies in the past. I've been a beanie wearer in the past. Usually hats kind of give me sensory overload, but I think I look pretty good in a beanie. Like you guys have all said yeah, it too. You do look um, like a beanie. And it really just fits like my whole lesbian aesthetic I have going on. But this year, Carhartt beanies, which are the pinnacle of all beanie, especially if you're a lesbian, I yeah. think, are, like, popular within, like, all cultures now. Yeah, like, men, women, straight, yeah. gay, doesn't matter. So I can't fucking find any for yeah. myself. Save the beanies for the lesbians. I will say <laughs> it. Save the beanies yeah. for the lesbians. Or, like, send your lesbian friend a <laughs> Carhartt Yeah, beanie. but I was like, if we're going to find the rose of this situation, I said that in two years all of the straight women are going to get rid of their Carhartt beanies yes. and then they're going to be really cheap at Goodwill for all of us lesbians to go find. Yes. So if you're a lesbian also struggling to find beanies, first of all, let me know if you find, like, a secret place yeah. to buy beanies. Second of all, just wait. Patience is key. Yeah. We will always have our beanies, okay? Yeah, so mine is definitely the beanie because I also used to have a little bit of sensory overload, but more so, like, I was so scared of, like, the fucking cone head that you yeah, get at the top. Yeah, like the penis head yeah. sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And honestly, it's kind of in style to, like, have a little bit of space Yeah, on the top. You look great. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to wear beanies. Like, everyone can wear a beanie, and I think Emily looks really good in her beanie. <laughs> it's just making me jealous yeah. as a gay woman. Well, and I tried to get her one, but it was not the color you wanted. Yeah, I like him a little picky. Also, like, you're wearing, so she's wearing, like, this beautiful, like, wine-colored beanie. Um, and I just don't have a lot of those colors in my wardrobe, so it's hard to find. Like, I can't get a red beanie if I don't yeah. really wear a lot of red. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but you do look great in your beanie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, okay, so buds. And I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner, but, again, we're keeping with the lesbian theme here. I am objectively one of Kristen Stewart's <laughs> largest fans. Yes. I'm obsessed with her. I used to have two Kristen Stewart posters in my room in high school. Really? My, yes. One, my um, friend, shout out Jess, she probably is not fucking listening to this. She got me it. Um, she used to work at a movie theater. And oh, so fun. when, um, fuck, I don't remember what it was called, but it was a movie with her and Jesse Eisenberg and they were like stoners. It's a good movie. We should watch it. That came out in the theaters. She like got me the poster from it and like okay. gave it to me. And then my friend Allie um, got me, like, a picture, a framed picture of Kristen Stewart for one of my birthdays as, like, a joke. Um, How my mom didn't know I was gay, like, I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But she just had a new movie come out called Spencer, which is about, she plays Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see it tonight. And I've been wanting to see it literally since I heard about it. And I haven't been to the movie theater since 2019. Yeah, that's so pandemic So lots of big things coming tonight. Yeah. I, um, my bud is, I, this week is going to be kind of crazy for me just because it's not only the end of a, um, the end of like a contract month for me, but it also is like, um, like with Black Friday, I have to, like, wear clothes or wear blah, blah, blah for my clients. Yeah, I think anyone who works in any kind of marketing, like, this is kind of the biggest time of year, especially, like, social media. Yeah. Marketing. So, it's a little bit crazy for me over here, and so I've been working a lot. But my bud is go- is that um, I said, like, I I picked up some shifts because I want, like, extra spending money for um, Christmas. My bud is that Evan's going to start working with us. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have a friend. His name is Evan Mack. He... Emac, Emac. Um, he's like a. I don't know if he listens to this, but he's a supporter. Well, and he better listen to this one. I'm gonna fucking send. Yeah, it to Evan, him. if you're listening, say the word tortoise. <laughs> we'll just text it to us. My mom told me that she was gonna text Sullivan. No, the word because she fucking listens. So, mom, Becky, don't please, text Becky. Evan either. Yeah, don't text anyone. Sullivan has still not texted <laughs> us, by the way. If you're keeping up with that, and he has no fucking clue, we told him that there's a word, and he still refuses to listen. Yeah. So. Um, Evan, if you're listening to this, Texas Tortoise. Yeah. I don't think he is, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, he's going to start working at us with us at our like restaurant job. And so yeah. it's like, we're going to be like a literal. Collect your friends and like force them to work with you. Yeah. It like makes it so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my bud. Yeah. And we're getting to, we're get to train him. Yes. So. I'm excited for that too. I love yeah. being in charge of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, All right. Uh, on that note, let's, you want to go match? Let's match. 
Hey, we're back, and we didn't say our topics. <laughs> this is going to be the longest intro in history because yeah. we're idiots. Um, yeah, so if you're interested in the topics that we're doing this yeah, week, God. for the next 12... Oh, we also need to explain fucking Podmas because oh. it's coming, and yeah. this is the first episode. This is the first episode of Podmas. So we are doing Podmas this year, which is the 12 days of podcasting, which means every single day from now until Christmas... You will get a podcast. You'll get a podcast episode produced, edited, starring Us. us. Um, and we're doing Christmas slash holiday slash winter theme topics. Mm-hmm. Again, keeping it broad. So, I'm going first this week, yep. right? We said? Yep, 16. And mine, I connected to the 12 Days of Podmas. So ah! I am doing the history of the 12 Days of Christmas. Oh my god, fun. I don't know anything about that besides that song. Yeah, we're going to talk about the whole thing. Perfect. And I'm doing the Christmas pickle. Oh, <laughs> fun. Wait. Do you do the was that with you? When I, we were, who was I talking about that with? It was Sullivan. Yeah, I don't do it. When we went to see... Oh, that also could have been my butt. I saw a fiddler on the earth with Sullivan. Anyway, <laughs> that's for another day. Um, we, like, went into one of those little shops by where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a pickle. There was a pickle ornament, and I was like, do you do this? And Sullivan was like, no, what's that? Yep. I didn't know anything about it, but Evan's highly featured in this part as well. Okay, well, there you go. Everyone <laughs> stay tuned. We're going to learn about some Christmas topics today. Emily, okay. do you want to go match? Let's match. We're back. It's been so long since we filmed the intro of this. I know. I don't even remember really what my rose and bud of this one were. Was. Yeah. Or well, was. it's, it's going to be a surprise to us all. But I still feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but Sydney did make me listen to uh, 12 Days of Christmas Muppet, Muppet version. version. And I would like to say something to the voice actors. I think I'm going to play that on the end. We never do, like, an end song, but I think I might add yeah, it. Yeah, do it. And I think I might, if it's not, like, copyrighted or something. Yeah, do it. Um, or, like, I don't know how you would do that. Just look it up. Yeah. Um, but all I want to say to those voice actors is get a fucking lozenge. Because <laughs> just listening to that I hurt have, like, vocal my, fry. yeah, and thinking about it, I need a drink of water. Everyone take one sip of water. How many ounces of water have you drank today? Maybe um, drink two or three more right now. I've drank like 39 ounces of water today. That's awesome. Because I've drank one full water bottle and a little bit. I've drank bottle. one full water bottle and then whatever has gone out of this one. Yeah. So we're doing pretty good water-wise today. And I'm going to the gym after this. Yeah, I'm going to a movie and I'm going to eat like popcorn or nachos or something. Please bring me back popcorn. Okay. Like a full bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a full, like a biggie or like a... No, 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 Like fill up yours, whatever you guys get. And then fill that one back up. Yeah, like if we get one big one, we'll just get a refill in that. Yeah, and then bring it back. And then, okay. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> making snack. <laughs> snack decisions. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, let's talk about the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. I'm ready to switch into Christmas mode. Like from here on out... Like, I'm, this is exciting because it's getting us in the groove for Christmas because, right, okay, today is our November 23rd. Yeah, so it's not, we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. And um, you guys remember me being like, I'm so excited to decorate. Well, we just had Friendsgiving and I was like, Sydney, can I start putting stuff out after Friendsgiving? Yeah. And she, and I said, yes. she's like, yes. And I feel like Christmas <laughs> always, like, um, sneaks up on me. Like, yeah. I'm always like, holy shit, it's Christmas. Like, I didn't even do anything. I feel like once you go to college, a lot of people have that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like the Christmas season anymore because, like, you're not, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I think this year it's oh. going to be different because we're doing this and you're decorating the house. And, like, I, we've been so good so far this year about doing, like, all the major holiday things. Yeah. Like, we've carved pumpkins. We've Friendsgiving. We. Yeah, we're going to do Secret Santa. We're going to do Secret Santa. Yeah. Like, a white elephant. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. So. But let's kick it off with the kickoff to Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas. I love it. The 12 days of Podmas. We're kicking it off. We'll learn about the 12 days of Christmas. My grandma did the 12 days, or the 7 days of Christmas. Uh, the Well, it was like originally the 12 days of Christmas when we were younger, but she, like, so we got to open stuff up before Christmas. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Historically, the 12 days of Christmas comes from Christian theology okay obviously yeah that's where fucking christmas comes from yeah (laughs) so i know you probably know the nativity story yeah 
I also know it, but let's just do a quick yes. rundown. Go this off. The abridged, 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 abridged version. Go so, off. <laughs> this is not anywhere close. I All the religious heads out there, I know that this is not the full fucking story, <laughs> but I'm just giving it so we can understand where yes. this holiday comes from. I had to stand at the nativity one year at my oh, church. Oh, who were you? I was just, like, in a fucking... You were, like, rock number three. Yeah, I was, like... Donkey. No, I, no, that we had actually real live donkeys. Holy fuck! Yeah, I think I was a wise man. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about the wise okay. men. So basically, Mary becomes pregnant with God's baby. Yep. <laughs> Who's Jesus? While she's pregnant, a law is created that you must go back to your home of ancestry for like a census for like taking a census so everyone has to go back to where their ancestors are from which is so weird so joseph's ancestors are from bethlehem Mm -hmm. and so that's why they go from nazareth to bethlehem yep when they get there mary gives birth to jesus in a stable Mm -hmm. because the inn is full yeah there's no room at the inn and there are three kings who are guided to Jesus, the um, king of the Jews is what they call him in the Bible, mm-hmm. by a star, like a magical like, mm-hmm. north star, basically. And um, these kings are officially known as the Magi. Okay. So that's what they're called. We know them as the three wise men at this point. But yeah. in history, they're like the three Magi. Um, when they arrive, they bring Jesus gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And... That's which like so stupid. I to like honor the goal. birth of Christ. Well, like myrrh and frankincense have some like health, but I think they were like expensive oils at the time. So like they, I thought they were like pretty good gifts. I don't know. I I don't remember. Again, a child like perspective yeah. on religion. Um, and this is like as deep as we're getting into it. That's yeah. the whole story I'm going to tell okay, because perfect. really this is about the three magi. Yeah, that's this tradition. Really, comes from honestly, magi. perfect for me. Yeah. So, um, that's the basic story. There's, like, a lot more to it. The Bible has changed over the years. Different cultures actually have different, like, numbers of wise men. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, like, American Christian Catholicism, it's three, three. wise yep. men. Um, there's a great article in the Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm going to link it in the show notes. I can never say that. Encyclopedia Britannica. I have a great article in the last one that we did from there. Yeah. Um, in the show notes. They Go to really the show notes. Little articles. So... As American, we as Americans, we mostly begin celebrating Christmas on like Black Friday or like right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's what we call like the Christmas season. Right. This time of year actually historically is known as the Advent. Yeah. Which begins four Sundays before Christmas and ends on December 24th. So that's where like Advent calendars come yeah. from. Because you're like counting down the days. Mm-hmm. So technically the Advent this year begins on November 28th. And we'll be in the Advent when this podcast comes out. So the Advent is the period before Christmas and is not technically known as the Christmas season. That actually starts on December 25th, and it goes all the way until January 12th because that is the amount of time it took for the three wise men to get Mm. to Jesus. And so it is known as the Christmas season. Okay. It's like that time in between. Right. So realistically, if we were being historically accurate, we would be doing Podmas starting on Christmas Day and ending it on uh, January 12th. Not gonna happen. But, yeah, like, colloquially <laughs> and, like, throughout the years, it's shifted to, like, a lot of companies will do stuff for, like, the 12 yeah. days before Christmas. Yeah. A lot of, like, countdowns. Yeah. So that's, like, what we all do now. So not all people have made this switch. Like, there are some communities who will have, like, they say, like, each day will represent a different saint, and they'll have, like, feasts for each saint. Yeah. Um, or, like, they'll also give, like, one small gift a day. For all 12 days. Yeah. Like, they'll have, like, Christmas-themed activities to yeah. do. Which I think is kind of fun. I feel like I remember doing that, like, one year when I was in Catholic school. But I don't I don't really remember. It's, like, all so long yeah. ago. Um, so, that is, like, the historical, like, 12 days of Christmas thing. Let's talk about the song. Because yeah. the song is very intertwined with this. <laughs> so, the origins of this Christmas carol have been widely debated and talked about basically since it became popularized. Right. There is a very popular myth that the origins of the song come from the early 1500s when it would be sung as an English Christmas carol. It was then taken by the Roman Catholics living in England, 
and they realize that each of the um, items in it, like each of the numbers, represented a different thing you could learn through Jesus. And so, like, they say that different items, like, symbolize different oh. things in the Bible. And that's a myth? So, hold on. Oh, okay. I, like, kind of jumped the gun here. I don't... <laughs> I'm a little chingy tongue. Um... <laughs> So, during this time in the 1500s, like, between 1500 and, like, 1829, the Roman Catholics were not allowed to, like, be Catholics because of the um, Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. Like, the Angelic. Angelics? Anglo-Saxons? Anglo-Saxons. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. They, like, the Anglicans, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They, it's, like, illegal to be anything but that in England. So, they have to, like, kind of go underground if they're, like, practicing Catholics. And so that song becomes, like, a moniker that you were, like, Catholic. Oh, because it represents... Because each thing represents a different symbol. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, like, this secret code that they could kind of talk in to, like, let the (laughs) people know that they were Catholic. So according to this myth, here are the 12 days on the show notes. Yep. Um, The turtle doves represent the Old and the New Testament. Two turtle doves. Three French hens stand for um, faith, hope, and love. Okay. Stretch. Which is, a, like, what Jesus represented. I don't yeah. fucking know. You would think it would be, like, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, yeah. but whatever. Um, <laughs> four calling birds are the four Gospels of the Bible, Matthew, of, Mark, Luke, and John. Lots of birds. Lots of birds, and we'll actually get into that at, towards the end. So, five golden rings are the first five books of the Old Testament. Like, that's how many books there are in the Old Testament is five. Six geese laying represent the six days of God's creation, because seventh day was a rest day, Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, seven swans of swimming represent the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortion, which is the act of writing a speech to encourage or inspire. Mm-hmm. So you get to listen to his little speeches. Contribution, leadership, and mercy. Okay, another stretch. Yeah. Eight maids of milking would be the eight um, beatitudes, which is a list of blessings given by the bishop. So it's like, let the hungry not, let the poor not stay hungry. Let the, like, you know, there's like, they always say them. The um, hurt be healed. Yes. Yeah. So nine ladies dancing are the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, which are charity, peace, joy, patience, goodness, mindlessness, or mildness. (laughs) Mindlessness. Mindlessness might also be one that they don't talk about. <laughs> yeah. That's what you need to be to be Seriously. following them. Anyway. Ooh, got a little spicy. Um, fidelity, modesty, and chastity are the nine ladies. So the ten lords leaping are the ten commandments, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sounds easy. Eleven, pie, piper, eleven pipers piping are for the eleven faithful apostles. Because, like, fuck Judas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Judas. <laughs> we'll do that one around Easter, bitch. <laughs> I feel like like I've been covering a lot of like Catholic topics. I didn't that know you're that you're not this trying was, to. I'm like not that. trying to do that. I just um I didn't know that that was the reason that yeah. this was like That's I had no idea about any of this. So I'm sorry. It's a lot of Catholicism, but um I don't like it either. Okay. <laughs> um, twelve drummers drumming symbolize the twelve points of belief in the Apostles' Creed. Okay. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't. And I don't. the one true love, like. My true love gave to me. Yeah. Um, is actually Jesus. It's yeah. not like a lover. Sounds about right. Yeah. So when you say my true love gave to me, the song is actually describing all the things like Jesus gives to you. <sighs> yeah. That the Catholics believe. Which is kind of cute, right? Like yeah. whatever. It's it's a cute and fun. Yeah. But like this is not what happened, right? No, that's like complete again bullshit. Second episode like, in a row. It's just all bullshit. That's well, like that's a complete myth. Well, that's what I'm saying, is like you I don't know. It's just kind of weird that, like, people can really make these, like, stretches and then make it really believable. Like, this is kind of like the um, Winnie the Pooh episode. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like, this already existed, and then they, they've they found ways to connect all of these things. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, there's coincidentally... Like, it's just weird how coincidences work and how like, you yeah. can really, like... If you believe one part of it, you're bound to believe another part. And, right. Yeah. It all kind of snowballs. Once you yeah. see all the little connections, it's hard to see that there isn't yeah. actually a big connection. Yeah, that's Because we'll, we're going to talk about why yeah. like this is kind of a myth. Um, so Snopes.com, love yeah. Snopes.com, released a really good article like explaining this myth. Mm-hmm. And um, so their first point was there was no written history explaining any of this. 
like at all no one has ever said this until the 1990s okay so this myth like originated in the 1990s the differences between roman this is like the biggest one to me that like really clinches it is Mm -hmm. that the differences in roman catholicism and the anglican faith were not in the scripture themselves but we're within how the scripture is practiced. Right. So Catholics are very strict. Like we said in the last episode, go check it out. Episode 15, I did about yep. the Western schism. Um, rate it five stars. <laughs> um, they are very traditional. They follow, they they believe and say that they're following the true Christian religion. Like it's close right. as it was in the Bible. Right. The Anglicans are a little less strict, a little less yeah. traditional. Yeah. But they still follow all the same books, and they have the same apostles, and they have the same... Right, so all those numbers still apply. ...mean the same thing to Anglicans as they do yeah. Roman Catholics, which that's when I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. that doesn't really make sense. Like, they, it's true they could not practice their true faith, but that's not how they were, like... Yeah, you didn't need to, to like, fucking communicate like right, that. Right, because the Anglicans, like, could connect all those same fucking <laughs> yeah. things. They knew who the apostles were. Yeah. Um, also, Catholicism today is still around and thriving... And the song was not the only reason that this is the case. Right. Like, Catholicism was still being practiced. People still had communities of Catholicism. Right, yeah. It was literally just in England that they couldn't <laughs> yeah. practice Catholicism. Um, and there's no direct link between the song and its symbols. Like, how does a turtle dove equal the New Testament? Like, yeah, there's no other symbolism there. Or, like, Lord's Leaping. Right. Like, that, that's a fucking jump. Right, like, eight ladies milking. How does that equal a beatitude <laughs> that a bishop would yeah. say? Like, it's not, like, a normal symbol for yeah. that. So, yeah. Not really true. Yeah. So, where does this song and tradition come from? The actual origin of this song is actually, like, pretty unknown. Like, we don't really know where it comes from, which is really interesting. The first time it is seen in recorded history is in 1780. Really? That's way older than I thought. Yeah, but they think that it's been around for way longer than that. We just didn't... It was, like, a spoken word thing. Like, it wasn't ever, like, written down. So, um, it was first seen in a children's book called Mirth Without Mischief. So, it looks like that. Um... But the song is thought to be much older. It was a game in which... So, in this book, it was mm-hmm. a game in which... Um, they used to, like, play this game in English, like, mm-hmm. schools where they would have a leader who would say a line and then the followers, everyone else, like, in the group would say it back and the leader would keep adding things and the followers would go until they messed up. So, like, you know that song where it's, like, there's a hole in the bottom but, of the sea yeah. and then it's, like, there's the a log and, then, and a yeah. hole in the bottom the of the sea. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's basically it. And so, he would go... Um, my true love gave to me one a oh, partridge and a pear tree. Yeah, they would yeah. sing it back. He would go two turtle doves, like, and then they would just go until someone messed up. So yeah. obviously, like that came from somewhere else that they're now playing this game with it. So it's like concentration, basically. Yeah. Um, there's evidence that this could actually be a song of French origin, though, oh. because in France, in the French language, there's three different versions of this song. Oh yeah. So it seems like they were there's an older origin that like branched out and there have been many iterations of the song sung but they're all like linked to french origins oh and um a lot of the things the symbolism in the song is more french like two turtle three french hens like like partridge partridge like it's all like very french french hens stuff and they they have said that it being birds like all those birds are like linked to france oh um, and they actually think that the first, it's like interesting because the first seven items are all birds. Yeah. They think the five golden rings is actually like a pheasant, which has like rings around its neck oh. of like color, like strips of color. Yeah. So they think that that one even is a, hmm. um, bird reference. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, when I think of France, I just kind of think of birds. Yeah. Like that too. like makes like sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. There have been many iterations of this song even in French, in English, whatever. But the modern version that we all sing, like the one that like yeah. everyone uses now, was first written by a man named Frederick Austin in 1909. That is also earlier than I thought. Yeah, but at this time, this is when Christmas music started becoming like a mm. thing um, and was becoming popularized. So it like took off because it was like ha- he released it at like the right time, you know? Right. Um, and even today, there are many versions of this song still sung by popular music artists including Muppets. the Muppets and John Denver, <laughs> my favorite one. I just think it's so fun. Like, each Muppet has a different... It hurt my throat to listen to it. <laughs> I just love it. 
Um, also, they've done like really pop, like fun studies to see how much each thing would cost. Like, oh yeah, in I've real seen life. those. And so, um, there is a company called PNC Christmas Price Index, or it's a website where you can go, and every year they add up every cost of every item. So, in 2020, they even accounted for the price of inflation that occurred during COVID. Oh, my God. Fun. Yeah. Um, so, and it was interesting because they were, like, the people, it would have been way cheaper to get, like, the um, ladies dancing and stuff because there was no live performances. Like, they went, like, even that deep. Like, their rates had been, like, dropped a lot. Oh, my God. So, it so actually funny. went down this year, I think, a lot of the stuff. Like, some of it went down, some of it went up. Um, but if you wanted one day of each total, so if you wanted just 12, Lord's Leaping, is that it? I don't ten remember. Lords Leaping. Ten Lords Leaping. Like, yeah. So you would just get ten. Like, you'd get one partridge pear tree, two turtle doves, yeah. three French hens. It would be 72 total <laughs> gifts, or 78 total gifts, and you would get, it costs you $16,168.14. For that day. For all of them. The next one I'm going to talk about is if you ran through the whole song, like, oh. if for 12 days you got... So, like, it would cost $16,000 just on the last day. Yes. Okay. This one is if you got these gifts every day as they progress yeah. through the 12 days. So, like, yeah. up on the first day, you got one turtle dove. And then on the second day, you got one turtle dove or, like, another turtle dove and two. No, it's uh, oh, two a partridge. And a yeah. Partridge oh, and a fuck. I'm, like, fucking it up because they're yeah. all birds. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they got three gifts that day. Yeah. The yeah. next day, they get four gifts. The next day, they get, no. like, the next, next day it's exponential growth it's a factorial growth <laughs> um it is a factorial growth i'm just really chonged and i can't think so that would be if you wanted all of those gifts it would be 364 gifts which that just shows like logarithmic yeah. growth and um that's one for every almost day of the year oh fun. or almost every day so that would cost you one hundred and five thousand dollars. well yeah to buy a Lord of Leaping for 12 days straight. Yeah. Um, and this is a really cool graph I found where it shows the difference in prices throughout the years of each item. That's so, so like, funny. it shows, like, the inflation rates. That is so funny. And it's interesting because not all of them, like, is a steady growth. Some of them yeah. are, but some of them go up and down. The people-based ones are all growing, which is good. Yeah. But the, like, um, Golden Rings has so much, like, spikes in yeah. it. So it's just cool. So that's the 12 Days of Christmas. I didn't know that it has such a thing. Yeah. Such a background. I yeah. love it. We love it. I like this one, too, because mine is kind of, like, ha- the origin story is, like, I don't know. I think, like, that's probably a lot of Christmas traditions because so many different variations of, like, Christianity exist. And Christmas. And Christmas. Yeah. And it's basically the same in all, like, sects of Christianity, but it's not always. Like, no, everyone developed yeah. their own traditions. And then you have, like, local traditions. You have your religions yeah. traditions. Oh, you'll hear you about have... both of them in Yeah. Mind. It's, like, so cool. Um, yeah. Also, like, I think we should say this. These um, episodes might be a little shorter just because we're doing 12 in a row. Oh, yeah. So, like, this is just supposed to be a kind of, like, a quick hit. Like. Yeah. A quick hit. Happy every holidays. Day. Yeah. Homies. All right. Well, do you want to go match? Let's match. Woo! Oh, Flarky. Are you ready? I am. Well, we're going. Perfect. Hey. Hey, hey. Four for four. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's I That always made me uncomfy when I was a kid. Yeah, so we're going to need to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome we are back. back. For the very first time. <laughs> yeah. Four for four. We're on our fourth segment of the day. Actually, our sixth segment of the day, basically. I just got a list. <laughs> We've been doing this for so long, you develop a list. Yeah. I can't even speak anymore. Uh, I need to water. We started this at today. two. It's been four hours. Saying something to myself, and you're saying something normally to me in the podcast. Okay, sorry, I'm just a fucking mess. Okay, okay, I knew we were gonna be a mess. Throwback to last episode when I said at the end of this we're gonna be a mess. Yeah, and we are in fact a mess on this last segment. We are. All right. Let's okay, let's talk about the it. Christmas pickle. First of all, as you stated before, I do not do this. 
Sullivan and I did, do not do this. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck this is about, but... We don't... In my family, we don't do this, but both my mom and my dad's Christmas trees have one pickle ornament. Really? Yeah. So, like, you don't, like, do that. We don't do the prize thing, yeah. but... And I have done that in the past. Like, my family has oh. done that when I was, like, younger. Right, right. But, at, like, we all have, like, pickle ornaments. Okay. That's funny, because... I don't know any that anyone in my family really? does. Yeah. Yeah, no, we all have them. Okay. So, um, the reason that I did this was because <laughs> um, Evan and I were at Target, and we were just, like, we actually were a little chongied, and... Um, oh, I kind of want to go to Target. <laughs> well, you'll be near there. I know, but I won't have time. Um, so... He was picking out these, like, little ornaments that were so cute. They yeah. were a bunch of little bugs. And then, it, yeah, that, like, matches apartment. It's so cute. And then um, he picked out this. Oh, Jake was there, too. Yeah. Yeah, Jake was there. I was at work. Um, But Evan picked out a banana. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to put this on my tree as the, like, find the pickle. Oh. And I had not. I was like, ha yeah. <laughs> but you had no, I had idea, what no idea what he was fucking talking about. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. Yeah. Did you tell him that? I, like, just told him today. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. I was like, I didn't tell me about this because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but I did look it up before that, and so I got all of my information about the Christmas pickle. Oh, okay. Okay, so first origin story. Okay. Okay, so, like, I told you, like, there's a lot of, like, it might be this, it might be that, it might be this, it might yeah. be that. Okay, so first origin story. We're in the American Civil War. Oh, okay. Private John C. Lower was a private in the 103rd Infantry. Yeah. Right out of Pennsylvania, and he gets captured and put into a prisoner of war camp. I don't know if they were called prisoner of war camps back then, but... I think probably. But... Or if that was just John McCain. <laughs> just John McCain was one of those. <laughs> That's um, the only prisoner of war there ever was. Yes. According to Megan McCain. Um, so, like, in the... Sorry, do weird people ever, like, add you on Snap? Like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> I think it's a scam. I think my phone's getting hacked. So, in the camp, he was starved and tortured, and then I wrote, you know the drill. Yeah, like... Again, John McCain's story. John McCain. <laughs> um... And on Christmas Eve of 1864, he was so hungry and, like, so weak. What's this guy's name? Jimmy? <laughs> um, John. John. John C. Lower. Oh, okay. Um, he begged the guard for some food, specifically a pickle. <laughs> oh, ew. <laughs> That's weird. It's a weird choice. Yeah, I know. You think you would want some, like, protein or something. <sighs> and you know how I feel about fucking pickles. Yeah, I don't like pickles either. Yeah. But, like, I feel like whenever um, I've tried to stop eating, like, red meat many times just because, mm-hmm. like, for health reasons. And whenever I do, my body just starts, like, craving it. I think it's because I'm, like, borderline anemic. So you think you would want some, like, meat or something. Yeah. Because, like, whenever I stop eating red meat, I literally, like, it's, like, this weird intense craving for, like, hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> like, any, and every time it's different. Like, sometimes I crave hamburgers, like, tacos, like. Yeah steak yeah like and then that's like, why i'm like okay like i think your vitamin or your iron your iron levels, levels are low. low low yeah so i feel like he would be anemic <laughs> and he would want like right beef yeah no he wants he pickle. wants a pickle that's yucky so the guard <laughs> gave him one singular pickle and later on he gets rescued from the camp and he said that that was the thing that saved his life that like kept him going yeah it gave him the physical and mental strength <laughs> to keep him going oh my god this is like this a feel-good story pickle, yeah like, um, this is not true. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. So, and then I I wrote a Christmas miracle and a Christmas pickle. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um, so, he returned to his family, and every year he started, like, making his own, like, dried pickle um, ornaments to put Ew, on his tree. they were real pickles? I think so. Were all ornaments back then just, like, dried vegetables and fruits? I mean, Or just def- pickles? <laughs> well, yeah. You, have you ever done, like, those, like, that had, like, popcorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there was a lot of stuff that they, cranberries or, like, that. Oh, and, like, yeah, you're right. Okay, everyone, I was proven wrong. <laughs> and, okay. like, have you ever put those um little seeds in the orange? 
Yeah. Um, it's like a German called? tradition. Potpourri or something. It is like a type of potpourri, like a yeah, Christmas type. Potpourri. You put the little needles in the orange. It is German, I've right? literally done that. Yeah, me too. I did it in We're my very like, German grade yeah. class. Yeah. Um, I remember this very well. Me too. But, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think that ornaments were like cheap, like whatever you could make yeah. at home. And so he put a pickle on his family Christmas tree as a reminder of the vegetable that saved his life. Wow. That is inspiring. So here's another origin story. That they're okay. Like, okay. This might be that. Or it could be this. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, I feel like I've heard a different origin story. Okay. Yeah. Just wait. So another story comes from Barron Springs, Michigan. Okay. Um, two Spanish children. I don't know why it, it had to be Spanish, but it yeah. was specifically Spanish in every article that I read. Okay. Um, were punished by an innkeeper and stuck in a pickle barrel outside, like full of pickles. It's like killed. What? Yes. So oh like, my God, he like preserved their bodies basically in the he, pickle juice. Yeah. He pickled those kids. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> the like Wikipedia page is like, this like might have, uh, might be drawing lines to like butchers butchering like as a punishment and like in medieval times like people actually would be like stuck in barrels and yeah. like rolled and like you know like God so, I want to do an episode on the Dark Ages like so bad yeah we should. I, like I've been like itching to do it and yeah. I need to just sit down and like pick something because everything from that time is so like crazy yeah so the Wikipedia page says it better than I do we but, should like, go to a Ren Fair too that'd be oh, so yeah. fun yeah. That would be- <laughs> Get Chong and go to a red yeah, fair we should do and that. eat a big turkey leg. Yeah, we're doing that in the near future. Hell yeah. Um, so legend says that St. Nicholas was actually the one that came and saved the children and restored life to them from oh. the pickle barrels. Oh, wow. So they started putting pickles on their trees. Okay. So that for St. Nick, when he came, like he could see the tribute to him. Yeah. I don't believe that one as much as I even believe the last one. I think I believe the last one more than that. Okay, well, now listen to this. Okay. okay. Yeah, also not the thing I've heard. Yeah, okay. So here's what really happened. Okay. <laughs> so everyone says this is a German tradition. Yeah, I was going to say. That's um, what I've heard. Yeah. It's a German tradition, um, and it, it dates way back to um, the 1800s in Germany, well, that's not really true either. Wow. Um, so they were making glass ornaments yeah. at, like, retailers, and they were more expensive than, like, everyone's DIY ornaments. Okay. And so they they had, like, all these, like, origin stories that they had heard, like, like less legend has it that, like, he started putting a pickle on his thing because St. Nick comes and sees the yeah. tribute. So they, like ran with that story and made, like, a pickle ornament. Okay. And some fucking marketer was like, this is a German of German descent. Like, everyone in Germany does this. And he just wanted to sell more glass ornaments. Wow. That's literally what I've heard. And my family is, like, very German. Yeah. On both sides. Like, I have German ancestry, like, on both sides of my family. Yeah. And on both sides of my family, we do it. So it's interesting. But. Yeah. So, um... It was, like, confirmation bias. That was my own little confirmation bias. Yeah, so people thought that it was a tradition directly from Germany, but it's actually disproven that... And the fact that it was, like, the first glass or- ornament was created... Um, like, pickle ornament was created in the U.S., and it's actually most commonly imported from France. Oh, wow. Um... Wait, that makes me kind of sad. I know. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, it makes like, me feel pe- weird. I, like, people just, like, don't really know the origins of this, but it, it has gone back t- literally till before the 1900s, where people are just like, yeah, like, we, this is part of our German heritage, but it never happened in Germany. That's crazy. <laughs> that makes me kind of sad. I guess I'm just, like, not that connected, like, with my German heritage. Like, right. I don't know anything about Germany, really. And so I thought this was kind of my one little thing. But... But I think that you could say that about, like, a lot of parts of heritage. Like, there's right. like, always a disconnect in something, you know? Right. Like, um, so 91% of Germans said that they didn't know why people put pickles on their trees. Oh, wow. Uh, Germans polled. Um, and then, but they're always, but the re- people that celebrate it is, like, for a prize for you guys, but... But it was originally started, like, in the 1900s to, like, St. Nick was putting it there. And then he would provide, like, the prize or whatever, or the present, or, like, he was giving good fortune to whoever found it. Um, And 
that doesn't really make sense for Germany either because St. Nick comes on December 6th. Mm-hmm. And they don't open their Christmas presents like Christmas morning. Oh. So, a little weird. Yeah. Um, some poking some holes there. Um, so, here's how it works. And you kind of know because you did it already. But for people listening. Um, a pickle-shaped ornament is... Ooh, I haven't... <laughs> That's literally the exact one my mom has. I'm not even joking. That's the exact ornament. You guys, go look at the show notes. Yeah. I feel like that's like the classic pickle yeah. ornament. Um, so a pickle-shaped ornament is hidden somewhere within the tree. The person that spots it and picks it out from the tree gets good fortune if they're an adult. And if they're a child, like some families give out gifts or presents yeah, like or treats. Yeah, little prizes Yeah. Did you ever win? Um, No. Really? Yeah. Honestly, okay, so, uh, like, I was telling you that I thought I did this at one point. Like, yeah. But we didn't do it at, like, any of my parents' house. I just figured out where we did it. It was at, so, like, my, um, I, like, don't have that many, like, cousins in my family. Mm -hmm. Like, my immediate, like, full-blood family. But my parents have been divorced. My mom married a guy who has a bunch of kids in their family around my age. Mm -hmm. So, I went from having, like, no cousins to... Like, around my age at all, they're having, like, five cousins yeah. around my age. And so they have, like, family Christmas at one of the, like, grandparents' houses. Oh. And all the cousins would play this game. Okay. Because they have to do games like this because there's literally so many of them. Yeah. Like, there's, like, probably, like, now, and I was 13 when I joined. So, like, from when I was 13 to now, there's, like, I think, like, literally, like, 10 or 11 yeah. kids. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and there. Because, like, if we were to do it at, like, my, like, uh, like before that family Christmas, it would be like two me and Jared playing, <laughs> like me and my brother. There would only yeah. be two people playing. Yeah, it's like more fun with more right, people. Right, 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 right. So yeah, a lot of the um, this thing was like like big family Christmas, like yeah, adults and children like compete. Yeah, like no. it's not like just like a fun. It's not like Easter. Right. Egg. If like my mom and my uncle, it would be like five of us playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um. Yeah, and in Barron Springs, Michigan, where is, uh, that's the place that was rumored to the pickle barrel thing to happen, mm-hmm. um, is known as the Christmas pickle capital of the world. Oh, wow. Since um, 1995. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they hold. They have a pickle parade. Yeah, they have a, it's, um, they have like a pickle fest. I love that. I um, hate pickles, though. Um, in the early part of December, where there's parades, there's food, and, like, Christmas pickles. And it's just, like, basically a big Christmas parade, but because it has, like, that, like, legend from Barry yeah. Springs, like, that's where the, the Christmas They do it. I yeah. love that. I love, like, little towns that do shit. I know. <laughs> so cute. Like, I, there's a couple little towns, like, where we are that, like, do special things like this, and mm-hmm. it's literally so fucking cute. Or have you ever been to, um, there, this is another one in Michigan, but it's called Cherry Fest. No. They, like, I, it's in, like, the area of Michigan with, like, the sand dunes and shit. Oh, yeah. And we were there on vacation once, um, at this, like, town in Michigan, and they were having Cherry Fest, and, like, um, Cherry Bomb came and performed. Oh, my God. Like, fun. Yeah, The Runaways, another amazing movie with Kristen Stewart, <laughs> The Runaways. Um, yeah, and I, it was, like, really cool. Yeah, I love that, like, little, like, small town, um, traditions are so fun. I love, like, a carnival. Yeah. Like, a fair. <laughs> like, I love... Yeah. That's, like, my bread and fucking butter. Like, the state fair. Yeah. And this so, feels very state fair to um, me. Yeah, and usually, like, the northern Midwest is full of German settlers. So yeah. So it makes a lot of sense that, like, a lot of these families had heard of it or, like... And it's kind of interesting to think, like, oh, this is heritage, but it's also heritage that, like, came from after they immigrated here. Yeah, that is really interesting. You know, like, and whether it comes down to, like, Mark, a lot of things come down to, like, life being capitalistic, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sullivan and I, um, our roommate, we just went to Fiddler on the Roof, the play. And if you know anything about that play, like, I feel like that's kind of the same thing. Like, they, like, yeah. come to America at yeah. the end. Like, I was sitting, after I saw the play, I was sitting there being like, wow, that's literally how, like, so many Jewish ancestors, like, came to America is because they were, like, kicked out of there. Right. I don't know. It was just cool to think about. Yeah. Like, the history is so interesting. Yeah. Or, like, how, like, the, like, German-Americans are so much different than, like, like, Jewish-Americans or... Europe-Germans. 
Yeah, and European Germans. But, like, it's kind of then creates their own counterculture right. within the culture yeah. that they It's just interesting, to. yeah. And, like, how people, like, landed in the Americas in such, like, a ethnic, cultural, like, way. Mm-hmm. Like, you really, like, you stayed with your little, like, tribe, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, and but then, like, you weren't the same as your where you came from, but you also weren't right. the same as the people around you. I don't yeah. know. Very interesting. So here's some fun facts just to finish it up. Okay. Six Flags set a world record by putting 500 Christmas pickles on one tree. So it was probably pretty easy to find them. Definitely pretty easy to find them, but can you imagine putting 500 of those fucking like, yeah, tiny ew. things in a tree? Ew, I hate that. <laughs> I think the little pickles are, like, way grosser than the regular size pickles. Oh, yeah. I think all pickles are disgusting. What are those called? Gerber? I don't know. Like, they're, like, the little pickles. <laughs> okay, so... um. According to Old World Christmas, a popular manufacturer of, like, holiday decor, ornaments, that kind of shit, um, they sold nearly 25,000 yeah. pickle ornaments. Well, I was going to say, it's something that I'm going to do when I have my own Christmas tree, but now I don't know because I'm sad that it's, like, Oh, my fake. God, don't. I think it's so fun. Like, people do it. It is still it. fun. It is still fun. Yeah, I think it's fun. It just feels tainted now. No, don't let it be tainted. I think it's so cute. And I think yeah. it's even cuter that, like, that like yeah, it, it did stem from, like, somebody being like, oh, yeah, this is like definitely marketing. German. Yeah. But, like... But it's, they've really, like, taken it and made their own, like, thing. Yeah, you're like, right. Like, yeah, right, this right. is fucking German. This is, bitch. We're in Michigan and we're German <laughs> and we do this. Yes. Um, no, I think it's cute. And it's all in good fun. I think someone just fell upstairs. <laughs> it's possible. Um, you can always hear them fucking walking upstairs. I always don't think the camera's gonna pick it up and it always fucking does. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, everyone. Ugh, okay. Okay, and then I texted Evan to ask him what his yeah um, Christmas pickle story was, and he said, "Well, on Christmas Eve, shut the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> please." Okay. Okay. He so he said on Christmas Eve we look for it, and if one person finds it, gets like a small gift. It's called the pickle gift. Oh. Usually, it's like a small, just a small treat. That is cute. Yeah, yeah, that's like exactly what it was at. I was like when we played the game. Yeah, I was like, did you ever win? What did you win? And he said, well, one year I won and I got like munch mix, just like popcorn. Like yeah, extra like stuff yeah. and stuffer. He's like, but it could or, like you get like I think when we did it, you would get like five bucks. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little like yeah. But I never played, so I was like, I was like, what is this? And now I want to do it too. Oh, should I? I like I can buy one and we can do it. And mystery? Yeah, for um Secret Santa. Fun, yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. do it, though, so that you can play. Okay. Because, like, I've already done it. Oh, cute. Yeah, you guys, get, we'll like, take a, a picture. Yeah. We're going to take lots of pictures of the Christmas tree, and we're going to have... We'll do, like, 12 days of pictures or something. Yeah, we have... Like, are. a picture with each. Yeah, we have, we have lots to do in terms of content creation prior to Christmas. this coming out. Yeah. Okay, well, it's been a good one. Yeah, we have recorded two episodes in a row, and we've done it successfully. And you guys have to go if you want to get dinner. Yeah, I think... Okay, yeah, we should just end this. I think... I bye, I love you. Okay, bye, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs> Follow us, like us, subscribe. Love you. I hope you like me. Bye. <laughs>